See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> All right. And we're back. And for some reason now we're like slamming. Okay, probably because I'm so excited for the show. All right. <laughs> and you're listening to Slow Robot A Go-Go, show number Big 24. I'm Mao, and with me I have... Dr. Morbius. Yes, my partner in crime, as it were. Yes, it were. Yeah. We have a good treat for you this this week, but before we get to the treat, we're going to get to how we got to this treat. Uh, I think it was yeah, inspired okay. by a rant about your favorite and mine, Mr. Quentin Tarantino. Q. Yes. I really don't know how to feel about Quentin Tarantino. You know, he's hit and miss lately. He was pretty good in the beginning, I guess like everybody else does, but ever since Kill Bill, I really haven't liked... I, ever since Kill Bill 2, I should say, I really haven't liked, liked anything. Yeah, I was really big on him. You know, I mean, like uh, I loved uh, True Blood, which he wrote. I loved, I loved Reservoir Dogs. True Romance. Oh, True Romance. Yeah, that yeah. is a great movie. By I know. The way. I do. Oh my god, I have that on Laserdisc, and then I bought it. I rebought it on a uh, DVD. That is a great movie. You know, especially the scene between Dennis Hopper and uh, Christopher Walken. Oh my god, just, you guys got to watch that. It's out of control. It's so oh, like man. It's so out of control. It's like, I know I'm going to get killed, so I'm going to like yeah. call you everything in the book. Oh my god! And then, and I also love the. Um, the uh, don't condescend me, man. That was one of um, what's his name's first roles. The uh, uh, pretty boy. Oh Brad, yeah, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Brad Pitt sitting yeah. there like as a the stoner with his honey bear uh, bong <laughs> made out of that, uh, that that sugar. He's like, don't condescend me, man. His greatest role. His <laughs> <laughs> greatest role. Wow. <laughs> Sad but true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Reservoir Dogs, of course, is was like a, yeah, know, unbelievable. And movie. I loved Reservoir Dogs. That melt that melted like music like pop yeah. pop music and i mean it was it, funny from now I mean, on funny. i mean it was cool from now on stuck in the middle with you is like in, in that scene yeah you know, but that was remade or that was from a different movie the, the cutting off the air uh damn it. well guess what yeah that cutting off of the year is in this movie by the way yeah that's right it was <laughs> from another movie in fact it was from this movie. it was from this movie <laughs> and uh, we're gonna just tease it a little bit we're not gonna tell you which movie yet yeah and yeah. then um now reservoir dogs awesome very low budget, but very cool. Yeah, great acting. And it. at that point, um, all the interviews he was doing, he was like, look, you know, I've been trying to break into the business forever. Um, this is all this work, all this hard work. And and at that point, it was an apathetic person. He's like, yeah, every all, every jerk like me who loves movies and like and does TV stuff and whatever he can get his hands on was like, yeah, I wish I could be that guy. Right. Okay. Now, the next one. True which, Romance. No, no, True Romance was first. True Romance, he wrote... To fund, um, a pulp fiction. Pulp fiction. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, I, well, yeah, okay. True, true but, romance. True romance came out second, though. Before, oh, after but, pulp but fiction. he sold that script. Gotcha. That's yeah, what gotcha, funded the other right, thing. Right. And yeah. at that point, everyone was still enamored with QT. Oh my God, he's the greatest thing since forever. You know, he was. Then, um, uh, of course, pulp fiction. Pulp fiction, which and like you know put him on the that put it. Super yeah. duper guy, man. Yeah, put him on Superman map, and it, it brought back all these people that we grew up loving. Oh yeah, you know, I, not loving, but you know, I mean, like it was a very good cast, very good uh, everything about it. You He's, know? He always puts interesting people. He's always referencing a lot of movies and putting in a lot of interesting right. uh, actors in his movies. And then you start, and then then his um, the big the biggest thing was Kill Bill. Biggest well, thing for me, forget Jackie Brown. Yeah, Jackie Brown, which was. Like an homage to uh, Pam Greer. Yeah, but that was like that. That that thing flopped. It. I like it. I watched it again a few a few weeks ago. I like it, yeah. but yeah, it didn't do. Uh, it didn't do good. And upon revisiting it, most people say I like it, but for some reason, it just was maybe too much QT or yeah, too much too, yeah. just too much bullshit or whatever. I don't even know what it missed about it because it was a good movie. It was a good movie, but it just didn't make it. No, I mean you it. Know. It did decent, but it wasn't like a, a you know, like a whatever, a big, a big right. hit or anything. So then we have Kill Bill. Now, that was relevant to my interests because, as I've said a couple times, I have an obscene amount of kung fu movies, and I, I watch them often. I haven't watched a lot as of late, but I will. I, I, I come and kind of come and go. 
You know what I mean? Like right. I'll go on a kick and watch everyone I have and that'll take me four months, <laughs> you know, but any, but, but so like, I love Kung Fu and upon watching Kill Bill, I loved it, but I also noticed that every single thing in it was from another movie. Oh, God, I mean, yeah. every single thing in it was from another movie. Yep. Yep. Um, I just remember I was watching in the theaters. I wasn't know what to expect. Mm. So I'm watching the scene, and I see, oh, there's Sonny Chiba. That's cool. And and all of a sudden, they're in an airplane with the yellow sky. And that's from a movie called Gook, Body Snatcher from Hell. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's the same exact that's scene. That's someone where it crash lands. It yeah. crashes, and then they don't know. Or they're the survivalist thing, right? The Gook is like a is like a vampire guy. He's on the plane. I remember that. Oh, dude, that, that was a very awesome. good movie. That oh, was yeah, that's scary. Movie. That's a good creature feature. Yes, no it was, and 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 that was one where you didn't know what was going on. Uh-huh, right? yeah, that's yeah. so cool. And then, but every scene, like when he's talking about when Sonny Shiva makes the sword, and he's like, if if you you know run into God, you, you can cut him with this sword. That whole scene, like almost word for word, was from another movie. Yeah, I'm sure if it's from a Kurosawa movie or something. And and like. The the uh, like I watched one called like what was it the Eight Samurai or something really like I I like watch the bottom of the barrel kung fu movies you know what I mean like oh yeah this is pan and scan <laughs> I might be the only person that's ever watched some of these movies and I swear <laughs> and like the and then the one scene with all the with all the snowfall that was in a movie oh yeah like, that was from uh, uh, the one Sex with and Fury Sex and Fury yeah but no but this was that's that was ripped off from a different movie oh it's from an earlier yeah um, like like. But and it's like okay, so now you start like now all of a sudden my public opinion or my p- opinion of QT is like waning. I'm like, uh, I don't know, man, because more of his, his more of his like bravado and arrogance is coming out every every time yes. you hear him talk. Now it's more like shit. Yeah. Where the first time you're like, well, he kind sounds kind of cocky, but he's just made it. You know, he's like you you were pulling for him because he just made it. He just he just broke into the business that he's been trying to do. And he was like a real uh, uh, film connoisseur. I mean, I, I remember I read anywhere that before he was in uh, he was directing movies. He was a video store. He worked at a video store, and he knew like every movie apparently. So that's how come everything is now in the movies. Right. You know? His whole body of work is like an homage to everything. Everything. It's like there's so. I mean, I don't know. I guess everyone's been ripping off people forever. You know, yeah. it's not like. You know, there's that one scene that the from the Star Wars that was directly ripped off from a from a zero. Oh, f- Star Wars is Seven Samurai. Oh, no, no. Uh, the other one I can't think. Not Seven Samurai. Yes. Uh, Seven Samurai is a magnificent seven. I think Star Wars. I can't remember right. No, now. no, but there was like a a shot for shot that trench when he's going in to blow up the Death Star. That's really? shot for shot with some like a zero going through a cornfield thing, and it's oh. like some obscure like World War Two re- thing. And if you look it up online, I, I should remember this. I'm sorry, I don't. Well, um, well you, you know, here's an interesting aside. I, I was reading an interview with the comic book artist. Before the movie came out, the comic book artists were shown like a rough cut of the movie to get like a feel for it. And apparently all the special effects hadn't been made yet. Uh-huh. So what uh, Lucas did was he showed them all the action, I mean all the drama scenes and some of the action, but whenever they would cut to the uh, spaceships, it was it was edit, he edited World War Two movie footage and yeah. tagged to it. So, that's what it was. He was just doing the same thing. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. very interesting. So, okay, you're probably wondering why. What, where are they going with this? Well, we'll tell you in a minute. Yeah. So, like before, it was either on air or before. No, it was on air. I think because we were talking about. Yeah, we were talking about last the, time. Because then we we got into like the newer ones have all been kind of like eh. I don't like them. I don't like Death Proof. I don't like uh, no Inglorious Bastards. I was just indifferent. I didn't dislike it. Didn't like it. Whatever. Who cares? Um, and then. And then I was originally I was really excited for Django Unchained. I'm like, right. oh, I like spaghetti westerns. That's that's one of those subgenres that I love to watch. I don't I don't usually like say I'm going to wake up and watch a sub a spaghetti western. Right. But I like a lot of them. I like watching them. They're always kind of the same formula, same as a kung fu movie, like sure. very formulaic but very cool. Like a little bit of a different spin on it, you know. From here sure. and there. Of course, I was a huge. Um, Clint Eastwood fan like he can do no wrong except for paint my wagon and uh <laughs> you know so I love that that genre and I'm like this is going to be awesome this might have potential to be Kill Bill awesome in my world right then you start reading about what it really is yeah and it's not a spaghetti western at all it's uh it's a slave ex- escaping slave like it underground. Sa- it sounds almost like Mandingo or something <laughs> like that. Mandingo Unchained by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> oh my! So you know, and I, I, 
you sound like such a tool if I'm if I jump on the hater wagon saying this is gonna suck and this is gonna be terrible. But I can tell you right off the bat, it's not for me. No, I'm not gonna see it. I might see it if it's on like Netflix or something, but I'm not gonna go no. give my money because it's not my genre. It's not what I. Not that I don't care about it, but I don't need to hear another story about how the white man's the booger man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to watch about how we've oppressed somebody three or 400 years ago. Don't give a shit. I get oppressed every day when I go to work. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no one's going to make a movie about me. I'm tired of hearing about the white man being the devil. You know? Yeah, it's almost like safe. It's almost like playing it safe, you know? Yeah, so... You that's know. something that he did, he was known for not doing. Right. You know, any, any more, I mean, if you really just want to kill kill zombies, kill Nazis, or make fun of white people. That's all. I mean, that's you, you, that's your safe as you, you can be. So I'm not going to see this. And then we were like, well, that's a shame because I was kind of getting kind of excited about it. Right. Uh, Spaghetti Western by QT might be very cool. Right. I'm not going to go see the slave underground railroad thing. I'm just I'm just not going to do it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see it on DVD or whenever. No, I doubt it. <laughs> not even going to give it. So, a, I'll so, give it, I'll give it a, a perf, whatever. I'll give it a shot, but yeah. I'm not going in there with Dr. Morbius is much more forgiving than I am. I'm a little more forgiving and of then, some, of some genres yes. anyway. So then we go went, Hey, you know, what's a really good movie. Django. The real one. The original one. The, the great one. one from 66. So that's yep. what you are getting tonight after this long, long-winded yes. uh, how we got to where we are tonight. Yes. So th- this whole uh, intro will be longer than the movie. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's going to be longer than you're going to listen to us anyway. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> yeah right. So anyway. Um, anyway, Django starring Franco Nero. Yes. Very, very, very cool movie. Definitely. Um, very muddy. <laughs> yes. It's dirty. It's nasty. It shows a lot of pain and yes, agony oh, by the, yes. everyone. By everyone. I, 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 I'll give, maybe, I'll just give something away, but it, there, there's rarely been movies that I've seen where almost everybody's dead in this movie, basically. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Except for maybe a few. Everybody's dead. Okay? And if, they, if they're not dead, they're much worse off than they were yeah. beforehand. I yeah. mean, like the ones that do live, uh, well, even the, the, what the, the theme song says, uh, Hey, Django, you, you sorry bastard, you get to live another day. Like, you know, I'm sorry about your luck. You're still alive. That's basically what the, what the, uh, what they're saying in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, the theme song by BJ and the Bear or whoever the hell sang that. I don't even know. So, you know, you know the, the, the very beginning, that little riff at the very beginning, I really love that little, oh, like, well, riff. I dude, mean, it's awesome. When they start singing, it sounds like a little bit like Gene Pitney or something yeah. like that. Afterwards. Slim Whitman sings. Yeah, something like that. But the little riff at the beginning, it was like, like I had it on my uh, I had a I had it on my uh, DVD player and it kept repeating. The oh, intro. that thing where you almost want to kill yourself after, yeah. after it loops like twenty times. And you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna punch a hole in the TV. <laughs> Imagine falling asleep to that thing and it's in your head for like ding 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 ding. You know, it's like you wake up and it's like, hey, I just come up with a song this morning. Yeah, know? hey, it's just this jingle I can't get out of my uh, mind. Out yeah. of my head. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna do an homage to it and try and make money by selling it on <laughs> uh, as a CD. Uh, no. You're gonna hear the word homage way more than you want to, and that's as that's an homage to yeah, or uh, or a homage, whatever you'd like, yeah. or a homonym, or a homonym, yeah, or a homina 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 homina. Dress hello ball, dress the ball. Anyway, that, the the honeymooners golf uh, oh when he's God, teaching yeah. Norton to golf, he's oh, like, yeah. now address the ball, hello ball. <laughs> So anyway, but yeah. but Django wasn't really the first spaghetti western. Oh no! Actually, neither was the Good, the Bad, and I mean, uh, uh, Fistful of Dollars. There were a few before that. Really? Just about. I read about them. I can't think of the all, titles all right the, now. All Italian? No, some of them were West German. Oh, they wow. made a few West German. Yeah, they made a few Euro westerns before wow. Leone went and like you know did the masterpiece See, in '64. Yeah. But there were a few. The Man with No Name trilogy to me is is that's like I consider that almost some of the greatest movies oh, yes. ever made. I mean, when oh, I yes. watch them, I am involved with the movie. I love them, and those are the same thing. They're dirty. There, yeah. you can tell like the pain, <laughs> like you know it, it was. Oh yeah, you feel the pain. You feel. I mean, you watch a John Wayne with Blondie, and he, and yeah, he Blondie, can't even yeah. drink. He's so cracked. Oh, his yeah, face. Oh, his face is cracked. Shit. Yeah, you watch the John Wayne Western. He's like running around, and they're cool though. You know, what I mean, he's running around fighting the law. I mean, fighting the bad guys on his horse. He never gets dirty or rarely. 
there, there was one called The Searchers that was pretty, uh, yeah. pretty cool. But uh, oh my god, when uh, when I saw that movie as a kid, I never saw anything that like violent before in my life. Oh, I know, it's so cool. All right. Yeah, and we're back after uh, some technical difficulties, which was that tiny little squeak that probably made you want to stab yourself in the ear with a pen as you listen to our show. Um, sorry, but we about fixed that, that, so we're we're good now. Yes, take the pen out of your ear, and now you can listen. Yeah, it was kind of like a psycho thing. Was, that was a tribute to Bernard Herrmann. <laughs> that was an homage to, to homage Her- again. Yeah, that was an yes. homage to Bernard Herrmann. And our show is an homage to like every one of you great people out there listening to <laughs> our, our show. Is an homage to every podcast that we're ripping. Yeah, off. right. You know, all for the best. Yeah. Now, better better p- podcasters would have reshot that first fifteen minutes, but I'm not a better podcaster. So deal with the squeak, and then now we're better. So yes, right. now we're better. We're not torturing mice uh, or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. We're all good. We're all good. That gets you notoriety, though. You know. Yeah. You know, remember in uh, Monty Python when the guy played the <laughs> uh, the mice with the mallets? That was <laughs> people in the audience like no. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what were we talking about again? Anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, getting back to so, uh, the spaghetti western. Yeah, yeah the uh, fistful of dollars. I saw that in a movie theater on a, oh, on wow. a double feature with uh, for a few dollars more, and I was oh like, "Wow!" At the Palm Springs Theater in Hialeah. But anyway, yeah. so, so when right when we thought right, right when we were talking about QT and the D- Django, blah blah blah. And and then uh, we remembered the other one. I was like, it was like a light bulb when I was like, we should do that because I love that movie. Yep. And um, it's right in there with all the other ones to me. Like that one is so, um, it's up there in the same class as the good, the bad, and the ugly, uh, and any of those. No, sure. To me. I mean, sure. It, maybe it doesn't have the exact production values and all that, but that doesn't matter. I mean, the story is crazy. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I, uh, what was it? I was researching six hundred spaghetti westerns from nineteen sixty four through like seventy six or seventy seven. Six hundred. So if your name, if if you have something that stands out and is remembered, you made something. Yep. And especially since they basically like um, Django became like some random throwaway word that people included, just like QT. Django Unchained. It, Django means nothing. It, I don't think it has any meaning, does it? I mean, no. It's 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 the uh, guitarist uh, Django Reinhardt, no okay. relation, yeah. uh, who uh, was uh, famous in the '30s for his uh, classical stylings. Okay. He's, he's a very influential guitar player, but uh, yeah, 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 definitely. That's where so. they got it from, no doubt about it. Maybe even maybe even that little guitar lick in the beginning is a tribute to him. I yeah. don't know. Who knows? But so yeah, so th- this was the first of many, many, many. There's like about 30 Django movies, yeah. and only two of them with Franco Nero. It's like Django meets Sartana, Django kick, kiss my ass, Django. And, and, this. and they're probably they're not they're not even related, are they? Django two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> no, no. Actually, I read some of them. I Django three, the homage. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not related. I've heard that even some of them they were they were like another character and they decided just to put Django in the title to get just people to go get to the people theater. go to it. Yeah. They do the same thing with a uh, sukiyaki, like sukiyaki western mm-hmm. and all that. And and I'm not even sure Django during its original run was even released in the United States. I think it was a it was a European release that eventually caught on here later on. Yeah. I don't think it's pretty pretty rough for 1966. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless you were doing a Herschel Gordon Lewis uh, you know, movie or whatever, but yeah, it's pretty rough, so. Yeah, crazy. Well, yeah, definitely those I mean, American audiences, I don't think we're used to that kind of no, that kind of like spectacle, you know what I mean? Because like just of everyone kind of getting their ass kicked. No, no, and by that time the H.G. Lewis movies were were making the drive-in rounds, but they uh, this uh, this was kind of more of a real movie, not yeah. some not some idiotic piece of crap like this. <laughs> this is kind of like an actual movie, not just a bunch of things being f- done in front of a camera. It has a plot and characterization. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us tell us a little bit about? what we're talking about because I'm sure that a lot of pe- listeners didn't listen to this and okay we're not there's no such thing as a spoiler for a movie from the 60s so I mean yeah. we're going to talk about all the things that happen and it just if you if you want to keep it as a surprise turn the podcast off and go watch it but yeah exactly okay so what 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 do we have tell us about this movie okay well basically this was directed um by uh oh god what was his name well, it'll come to me in a second. This was this was made right after the craze for the uh, of all the uh, Leone movies. It was probably af- made after uh, for a few dollars more because Fistful was sixty four and uh, uh, for a few dollars was uh, sixty five. And those did make the um, those did make the movie theaters here, and they were big hits. And and the thing too about those movies that like you know, some people, I mean, everybody knows, but 
it's the soundtrack. The soundtrack to these movies was like so so strong and so vital to the movie that it was just like it was a complete movie making experience. You know, Django Django has a nice soundtrack and stuff like that, but it, there's no uh, Morricone uh, music on there to like elevate it to like this like unbelievable level of uh, you know uh, greatness. So yeah, the 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 two Clint Eastwoods came out were were uh, very popular and uh you know as was as was happening back then the italians just jumped in on the on the uh well, they the did the, bandwagon they and did started the cranking thing. them out they did the same thing for uh the space stuff yeah right, right after star wars there was a million italian made space crap operas you know yeah and, and, okay. bef- and before before these they were doing like tons of uh of the Hercules movies too. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, no more Hercules, you know, now we're going to go into the West. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had their Gothic movies like black Sunday and all that, which were kind of like, you know, influenced by an homage to hammer studios for <laughs> lack of a better word, but a lot of okay, phrase. So, but, well, okay. Now tell us about the movie. Not, not about like the background stuff. Like what, what, what's the first shot of this movie? Well, the first one shot, of the most iconic. Oh yeah. Him, it's been ripped off a million times by a million anime, a million, everyone. Yeah. So. Him walking through the, you know, the desert with okay. carrying the coffin. With yeah. Them. There's just this cowboy rough looking character and he's dragging a coffin behind him. And you're wondering, is he an undertaker or something? What's yeah, the deal? Yeah. So, okay. Then, then he goes into a, he, he did the, he, like the, the, he's walking for quite a while. Like, yeah, this is like the establishing shot where he's, you just yeah. see this dude, and you don't know why. He's just dragging some coffin behind him. Yeah. And, and then, then he runs upon that uh, Lady Maria getting whipped by uh, some Mexican because she she uh, escaped from him. Yeah. And this this wasn't the hot kind of whipping. This was, this, <laughs> this is like rough. I mean. Uh, yeah, and, they ripped the back of her blouse, and they're like going hardcore. Yeah. And, no, and she, Django's in the background watching this. Yeah, he doesn't jump. He's not like a hero. I mean, no, he's I, no hero. He's just, he's just watching it. No, and then all of a sudden, the the you see the Mexicans get shot, and you're thinking, "Wow, it's Django," but no, it's the, uh, it's those uh, Ku Klux Klan yeah. red Klan dude. Yeah. So it goes from bad to from worse. bad to worse for this poor gal, you know. Yeah. So instead of the Mexicans whipping her because she wanted to leave him or whatever, now the Klansmen are probably going to start raping her. Yeah, you know? and killing her. Yeah. I, mean, I think they they're getting ready to hang her. They go, "Why do yeah, this is what you're going to this is what you get for uh leaving you know, me for a Mexican." Yeah, leave yeah. for the Mexicans, you know. And then then that point all of a sudden it's like when they're getting ready to kill her, boom 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 boom, they're all dead. Yeah. And there comes Django, the hero. Yes, the hero. He he did an homage to shooting people. Yeah. With yeah. his guns. Yeah, so. this guy this guy picks off like six at a time, no problem. Yeah, he is quite the marksman. <laughs> <laughs> He's so okay, so now um he, he doesn't like does he shack up with her right away? No, 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 he doesn't shack up right away. They uh they go back to town. Django says he's got some business to go back into town. So they right. go to the saloon, whorehouse, whatever. Right, right. I guess she was one of the prostitutes Maria was and she escaped with the Mexicans and right. I think at some point they even say that she's half American and half Mexican too. So Right. So she's kinda yeah. Yeah. So so, so he's there, you know, he's having some drinks, get some cards. And all of a sudden, this that one squirrely dude comes in, and he's the and he's the extortionist for the Clans uh, guy with Ma- was Major Jackson is the name. Oh of the, yeah, uh, yeah. The other bad guy, the the kind of like Fajardo Fajar Fajardo Fajardo Fargo. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing about it too is he he's they they they, they he's kind of like the southern guy, and Django's like the northern guy, the Yankee or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, even yeah. Django says to him, you know. You know why are you still fighting this war? You know, get over it. But he's basically, he had that squirrely guy come in to extort money from the dude, like right. his protection money, kind of like the mob or right, something. Right, right. The, the old school mob. The old school mob. Yeah. yeah. So then, you know, the you know the dude sees Django there and he takes off, and uh, uh, Django's just sitting there, like you know, doing his thing or whatever. And all of a sudden, that major Jackson guy comes in with his with his boys, and it's, yeah. it's like, hey, what's going on here? You know, checking out the dude. Right, and then and then uh, you know I guess Django and him get into some you know Django's like hey I'm just here leave me yeah. the hell alone yeah, yeah, and the guy he, goes I think I'm gonna waste you <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck yeah all right and and then you know what what happens then is like Django is sitting there and the guys like they get ready to like you know pull their guns on him and Django just wipes all of them out except but for Major he 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 doesn't like 
he doesn't even wait for him to draw, does he? I mean, no. he just no. That's him. the thing. He doesn't he wait. Shoots him dead. Like remember how Han Solo, you know, like yeah. he shot Guido. The same thing. Uh, he yeah, Django just blows him away, and he but he leaves the major. He leaves him he for just, a reason. Yeah, he just killed the the henchman, like the henchman of the, yeah. of the major. Yeah, and then he asks him, "How many more guys you got?" <laughs> and he goes, oh, "About 50. He goes, "Okay." <laughs> so, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so major leaves. At that point, and that's when Django goes upstairs and he shacks up with Maria. Right, right. She's like trying, oh, thank you, and he's like, don't thank me. Yeah, and he, gets like, his, he gets his freak on. Yeah, gets you know? his freak on or whatever. Yeah. Knowing full well that, uh, you know, some at, at some point before that, I actually forgot about this. Remember there was a scene where the majors having shooting practice with these poor oh Mexicans? Oh, my God, he's like telling them to run? Or, yeah. Or, right, right, he was like... Yeah. Wasn't he just shooting? He, he was telling the run. He was taking target practice. He was just on, shooting him. That's right. right. That happened before before he went to see Django. Oh, People that's were there. Right. Oh, there oh goes my Major. God. And that's, yeah, that's uh, just show you how evil and scummy he yeah. is, or whatever. Yeah, he was yeah. just shooting. Like, what was it? It wasn't kids, I, was it? No, it was men. And I think the deal was, if I remember correctly, they they was shooting them because they were they didn't pay him off. Like this guy's getting like this guy's getting money off everybody one way or the Crazy. other. Crazy. That's right. I and forgot because he because yeah he was like just shooting them. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, yeah. at, at, at any at any rate, yeah. uh, they, so majorly, it's established. Major's obviously a very evil guy. He's a very evil. He's Doctor yeah. Evil levels of evil. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So he splits. You know, Django goes get up, gets his freak, and then the next morning he's goes outside with his coffin and sits yeah. and waits for him. Yeah, he knows they're coming. Oh, he knows yeah. this is this is. It's apparent that he's done this before. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. or you know he's no stranger to uh, just unnecessary violence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then uh, he waits for a while, I think. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's like Major and his buddies. Uh, yeah, they come up with like a lot of people, don't they? Or yeah, was like it just 50 guys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it was all of them. And they're all over the place, too. They're like, you know, they're all wearing their red hoods. <laughs> and a- like some of them got, have shotguns, some of them have pistols or whatever. And Django's just sitting there with his coffin. He's like, okay. Yeah, nothing. He could care less. He, he could care less. He's playing like the very cool like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I mean, like, like it's very the, similar, like just the mannerisms of just being like nonchalant. Right. Doesn't matter what's right. going on around him. He's just going to sit on his coffin and p- bewilder everyone because he could care less. Yeah. You know? So he's acting like a dead guy, to be Basically. honest. Basically. He acts like he's already in the coffin. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't is, give a shit. Yeah. He's all honey badger. Yeah. So then. <laughs> so then. Yeah. Well, what happens when he opens up the coffin? Well, he did he open it there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Say hello to his little friend. Oh yeah, it was a, one of those belt-fed Gatling guns. Gatling right? gun, yeah, the Gatling old school. Gun. And leading up to this, it wasn't exactly a surprise, but I've seen it done a million times even before I've seen that. Like it's been ripped off so many times since this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it, I've seen it in anime. I watch anime sometimes and stuff. Like so, it's been done and done and done. But that like. You're like it could be a dead body. Yeah, it could be a pile of grenades, or um, they even bombs. did it. What was that one thing that they did? Um, Once upon a time in Mexico was it? No, 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 no. Uh, damn it! With same thing. It, but it, but it was a guitar case. Oh, and the guitar uh, like there's a fake guitar there. Mariachi. And that, yeah, yeah, mariachi. That, mariachi. That was very like reminiscent of that. So you didn't know what was in it, and then there, lo and behold, belt-fed machine gun. Oh yeah, <laughs> and. He basically wipes everybody yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, just, just boom, 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 boom. You know, he's just tearing oh, yeah. the place apart. I mean, it was just like, you know, there's no stopping it. You yeah. Know, these guys are, it seemed like almost like the guys were just like, okay, just kill me. I'm not going to pull my gun. It's just <laughs> exactly. like, what? Cause, and those things are 50 caliber. Those are gigantic guns in reality. Like, the bullets are freaking huge. Th- those are, I mean, I know Gatling guns are real. That that thing is for real? Yeah. That's a oh. 50 caliber. Those are 50 caliber Gatling guns. Those are those are yeah. what was around at you know civil civil, the civil war. war and stuff like that. So yeah, he got himself a, a, one of those fifty caliber Gatling guns and just man, just kind of crazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, so he dispatches of everyone except but, except Major. Oh uh, yes, Major Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the homage to the spaceman. He's still alive. He, he basically, I think he shoots his horse, and the major falls in the mud, and uh, he, gets, he, he he punks him. You know, he he yeah, he, he punks, him, he punks yeah. him out a little bit, but then uh, yeah, and there's like as we said before, there's a lot of mud in this movie. Yeah, it's very yeah, like it doesn't look like a very pleasant place to live. 
Donald, as a matter of fact, I, is there anybody living there? It seemed like every all the buildings were like deserted <laughs> except for the saloon slash whorehouse. A couple places. Yeah, there was just a couple places left. Yeah, it was now, just like this was a mining town, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. right. Yeah, that yeah, that's important to the yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so then what happens? So okay, so he leaves the major alive. Yeah, and yeah. goes back. You know, the saloon, and then the Mexican rebels show <laughs> up. So now you've got you've gone from like. This this asshole to like another group of dirt bags. Yeah, and these are the same ones that were whipping the girl. Yeah, right? and, and yeah. yeah, they they all take turns like going going to the uh, uh, you know whorehouse and having their fun or whatever. So right, uh, right. Yeah, so they show up and uh, you know Django's apparently like buddies with the main rebel Ugo. Right. right. What was it? Ugo. Ugo or Hugo yeah. or Ugo, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, you know they they start talking about you know what they could do and uh, yeah. I think he says something about he left the major alive because he wanted him to take his money or gold across the border and they decide they're going to go there uh-huh. to uh, uh, you know get it and kick yeah. some ass and get some money and then split it up and you know so he the major was part of it or that's who they're going to steal from I think they were going to steal from the major and from the Mexican army oh, okay right 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 so yeah he mentioned something about the major having some money right and taking it over there ah so it, it's part of the scam he, it's part like, of the scam yeah. he, he knows like, so he knows a lot more than he's letting on yes first of all yes and that now he's in with these rebels yeah and their basic and, their, the basic plan is to pretend like they're in the you know the whore wagon, and they're going there. They're bringing in the whores for their yeah. you know Wednesday afternoon right. fiesta with the Mexicans. And when they get in there, they're going to start like wasting everybody and steal the. It's uh, like a, a Trojan horse. Yeah, kind of, or a, Trojan, a Trojan whore. Yeah, maybe. a Trojan whore, <laughs> a Horjan horse, a Horjan. It's an homage to being a whore. And yeah, a Trojan, and a Trojan. And a Trojan. Wearing a Trojan <laughs> and being with this the whore. is Sparta whores. And he kicks him into the holes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so okay. And, and yeah, they get they go there, you know. Yeah. They, they get their plan going. They go yeah. in there and they kick some ass. You know, and they, the they got the gun. money. Yeah, yeah. They got the Gatling gun going. They go in there. They 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 kill everybody. They steal. The, <laughs> they steal the money. But once again, they leave Major yeah. Jackson alive. Yeah. So as they take off, you Major, think, are they in cahoots? Like. Is Django and the Major really in cahoots? Like uh, I don't know. For at that double point, reverse, want, I, you know? I don't know. I don't think so. But you know, it's kind of like, why do you keep leaving dude alive? Yeah. I guess I guess it's because of what happens. I'd shoot him first. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, <laughs> but he wanted funny. his money. Yeah. So yeah. he goes and they, they go and they take off, and the Mexicans and and the Major are chasing him. But all of a sudden, when they get to the border, the Mexicans go, "We can't go any further." Yeah. So, dude, the, the the rebels and Django escape, go back to town. And before they start their party, Django goes, I want my money. Right, right. Yeah, because now it's the big, the, it, this is the most stereotypical, like, oh, yeah. Mexican feast and yeehaw, you know, like all that kind of shit. And they're, and they're, they're the party, you know, this big party and some, like, yeah, like a not, fiesta. Yeah, it's a fiesta in, like, um, isn't it in the square? Where, uh-huh. like, it's like one of those shot up old yeah, yeah, school right. houses or yeah, whatever right. it was, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, of course, and Django's like, I want my money. Yeah, you know, and the guy and and the the rebel leader Hugo says, "Hey, I want you to join my rebels. I'll make you the second in command." Django's like, "Hey, yeah. I want my friggin' money. Yeah, let me give me my money. I'm gonna go off to other adventures. Yeah, you know, and and, and Mexican other dude, shenanigans. Yeah, Hugo has other plans, but he goes, "Look, um, I'll tell you what. We'll save your money. We'll put them. We'll put the gold in this little shack here. There's only one door in the front. Nobody can get in. We're gonna put it in there, and it'll be safe." And then we're gonna party, and then you know whenever you can get your money, yeah. which, th- th- yeah, that was really awkward. Like, There's a few awkward. You're, things you're like, um, just give him the money. You know what I mean? Like, but but that uh, but, you, you but, get the impression that Django knew he wasn't gonna get the money. Exactly. You know, he's he, like not to trust this guy, right? And he shouldn't have. He shouldn't trust him. You know, because I think it was all leading towards a double cross. Yeah, like at, they were gonna just point. shoot him because he, even though he he gave them the the the, the idea, plan the plan, the, idea. the you know, um. Yeah, they were gonna basically shoot him. Yeah, right. So uh, they go in the party, and 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 the Hugo goes, "Hey, Django, look, uh, here's Maria. I'll give her to you. You know, they'll go upstairs and have some fun." He's like, "No, nah, I don't want her. I want the Indian girl." <laughs> so 
who's who's really hot when she takes off her clothes in the in the scene. So basically, Jenko goes okay, goes in the room with the Indian girl. Right. He tells her okay, stand stands her by the window. He goes okay, now take your clothes off. She's like okay, and as she's taking her clothes off, remember he goes and he grabs the <laughs> coffin that's there, and he goes like all the way to the top of the building and through all the and through the uh, basically through the top. And while the Mexican guards are out there looking at the chick, going like, "Oh, look, man, she's yeah, yeah, naked. Yeah. She looks. She good. was the she was the decoy. She's the decoy. Yeah, she was an homage to being naked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was. So. She was pretty good. Anyway, so Janko's going up through the roof and all this place, and he, yeah. and he basically gets into the shack. Right. Of course. Where the money. This, where the this gold. Unpenetrated. Is. You know, one door. No one can get in or out. Of course, yeah. he just gets in. He there gets in through the through the roof oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he breaks yeah. in with the uh, with the coffin. Of course. So have coffin. We'll travel. Yeah. So he opens up coffin, he takes out Gatling gun, gets all the gold, piles it in the coffin. Then he remember he gets the Gatling gun and he ties like a, a rope uh, and a fuse to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so he ties the rope and the fuse to it and he sets it off because he wants to again start like a decoy. Right. So as soon as the fuse goes off, the Gatling gun starts shooting. And it's like a, everybody runs to the, to the gunfire. To, as, and as they're running and they're getting killed, you know, yeah. they're running into. And while that's going on, Django takes off with the coffin, full of get, full of money, full of, full of money to get it the hell out of town. So he gets there and he goes into. He gets on the. He gets the wagon and then um, remember, uh, Maria shows up with a gun. She goes, "No, you're taking me, dude." Yeah. And he's like, uh, okay, I yeah. guess. You know? <laughs> well, since you have the gun on me, get on, you know. Yeah. And, and in the yeah. meantime, while she's got the gun on, all of a sudden a couple of Mexicans come back and she shoots them. So she's apparently a good yeah. shoot, too. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. This is this movie is full of moral ambiguity. Like, oh, God, there's no yeah. good. There's no evil. I, well, I mean, the colonel's evil because he's shooting people. But I mean, like degrees of evil. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, there's there's only really degrees of evil and degrees of dirty and muddy. Like, you know, what I mean, like everything's yeah. muddy and everything's dirty. What degree is it? That's that's really what you're looking at. Exactly. Yeah. So this doesn't go quite as planned. No, uh, no, no, no. So so him and Django and, and the, the girl take off and then they cut to um the the Mexican rebel guy and he goes I'll find you yeah then cut to the next day right so the next day they're at this crossroads there where there's this like remember the bridge that like rickety oh, yeah. little bridge yeah, yeah yeah like and that's that's the one where he had a, he went across that when he when he saved in the, Maria yeah, in yeah, the beginning uh-huh, uh-huh, that's yeah. where they were gonna hang her on that yeah, tree that's like, right that's there like, that's like the foreshadowing yes as it were <laughs> so uh, yeah they get to the bridge and Maria goes okay well here Maria you go take off with the wagon. And I'm going to uh, cross the bridge with my money. And she's like, no, Django, don't do it. And he goes, nah, I got to do it. And here's where another kind of like little plot, contrived plot thing. As, as he's getting ready to go, he throws, remember, he throws the, uh, the, the, the not the saddle, but the uh, riding whip. And it hits the gun. Hmm. And then when it hits the gun, the horse goes, you know, jumps up in the air. And the freaking coffin. It falls and breaks and opens. No, it falls, it falls into the quicksand. And then Django goes and jumps in the quicksand. Yeah, well, that's gold, you know? Yeah, that's gold. And as he's jumping in the quicksand, Django's not too... I guess he wasn't realizing he's going to drown in the quicksand. <laughs> well, he'll drown rich. Yeah. You know? So then Maria goes and tries to help him out of the quicksand. And all of a sudden you hear, boom, she gets shot. And then you see the Mexican rebels are there. They yeah. found him. I guess that's the only way out, that right, little bridge. Right. Yeah, they're like, well, we know where he's going. You know? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just get there eventually. <laughs> exactly. So they save Django. And then they go, so where's uh, where's her money? Django goes, oh, it's in the uh, quicksand. And they're <laughs> like, quicksand. really? Really, dude? <laughs> so they go, okay, well. And Django goes, okay, well. See you guys later. Sorry about that. You know, yeah, no harm, yeah. no foul. Yeah, yeah, right. If you want your money, it's down there. So yeah. see you later. Yeah, ah, so, that doesn't go uh, quite no. like that. No. So uh, I, I think the the Mexican guy goes, "Well, Django, I'm not going to kill you since you're a fellow thief. Yeah, but I'm going to teach you a lesson. Yeah, and this is nasty. And basically, he breaks his freaking. Oh, he turns him into hamburger. Yeah, he he breaks both of his hands, both of them, right? Yes, he breaks both of his hands, and it's like that. 
smashing. Yeah, and, like they, it's so it's so nasty. And, and, like, then, and then on top of the, the fact that he breaks it for good measure, they ride the horses over him too. It's like you know, and eh, a little bit of this yeah. for you too. Now, of course, I forgot to mention earlier it's on the that, Western equivalent of teabagging yeah. somebody <laughs> when you ran him over with their horse. Like, and I forgot to mention earlier that the 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 ear cutting reference that the Mexicans when they came to town and the the remember the the snitch guy was there. He was yeah. one of the guys who stayed behind. Yeah, yeah. They got a hold of him and they made him cut. They cut his ear and made him eat. Yeah, he had to eat his piece. He had. They made him eat it, and it was like they did. They didn't do the thing where he talked into the air, which I would have loved to see. You remember? You remember remember Michael Madsen like uh, talked into the air in Reservoir Dogs? He's like, "What? What's that?" Like that was so classic insanity, you know. So anyway, so they leave Django for dead, and the girl shot. But I think if you see from far away, she's she's probably still alive, flailing. Yeah, she's flailing. So anyway, the Mexicans take off. They go, we're going to go to Mexico anyway. Yeah. We're going to kick some ass. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, guess what happens? On the way to Mexico, the major and his and the Mexicans are army are ready there, and they basically waste Yeah. Them. I mean, did you really think the major was going to let something go? Right. I mean, this guy is evil. He just, yeah. He's not going to just go, ah, you know, it was just my gold. I'm not really angry about it. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I'm not going to come back and revenge, exact revenge or anything. You know. Yeah, so, so they basically waste the Mexican I don't have access guy. to an army. Or yeah, right. You know, like, I, I can't bring all of an army to shoot you all, I, you know, so. Yeah. Viva la, la revolution. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, it's, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, they kill them. So they're done. They're done, and <laughs> and then uh, uh, I guess you cut to the next scene, and Django shows up at the saloon, like, holding up Maria, and he's got, like, his little stumpy hand. He's holding her up yeah. without using his hands. I was waiting for a no moment, you know, yeah. but, but, like a Darth Vader, you know. He, yeah. No, not not so much. But, and, yeah, he was – this is where you kind of – Yeah, how do you walk all the way back there with stumpy hands and yeah. carry her all the way? That's, yeah, you know, and all your gold's in the quicksand. You're, yeah. You've had better days. At this point, you know, he's had better days. Yeah. Now, is she dead? No, she's not dead. Okay. She's not dead. So she he goes in and uh, he tells the innkeeper's the only one left there. And he, I think he's either going to leave or I didn't see any of the whores there. So he's yeah. like, Django he's, goes, uh, uh, please, uh, can you help the, uh, can you help Maria? She's she's still alive. And he goes, yeah, Django, but you better get out of here. And Django goes, yeah, yeah, I'll get out of here. But when uh, when Major Jackson gets back in here, I want you to tell him that I'll be waiting for him at the at the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. So Django splits, and then Major Jackson shows up, and he's like, so what's going on? And, and, and the <laughs> innkeeper's like, oh, well. Um, I got a dying whore over here. And No, he doesn't say anything about her. No, oh, that's right. He's hiding her. He's hiding her. He's hiding her. Yeah, I guess he he, he was. I guess he helped her fix it. Well, then her. he was like, no, no, there's no whore here. But anyway. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, Django was up there, and I didn't see his coffin, so yeah, I might have a chance. Yeah, so Django's waiting for you at the uh, at the graveyard, and Major Jackson goes, oh, oh thanks a lot. Boom, shoots him. Yeah. So there's, there's like, everybody's dead, basically. Yeah. Now, he, now, the Major has like three or four. About three, about, he's about f- no, he's got enough to fill a gun. So oh, he's got six. like he has six. He has he's a nice, got five guys in uh, okay, okay, yeah, he has a nice rounded yeah, number. A nice rounded number. Couldn't Foresh- be seven. Foreshadowing. There's six uh, people in six this people. that are going to see uh, Django. See a man about a horse up in the graveyard. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they they go the next day, and Django's sitting there, and he can't use the gun. Yeah, because he's got his he's stumpy. You know, stump the stars. So. He's he's basically from what it looked like he's basically biting the uh, the trigger guard off. So yeah. he's yeah yeah a, he he his hands were so destroyed he couldn't even like he couldn't pick up a gun. No, he's he he's holding him with his wrist trying yeah, to pick like, it up. Yeah, oh, this is so crazy. Yeah, you know. And at this point, you're like, I don't, <laughs> you, you know, I, I don't know, man. You know, he he's got the gun in place. He's he's standing behind like a cross a. Uh, a gravestone cross, and he's picking the gun up. It actually looks like he keeps dropping it. Yeah, he's trying to pick it up. It wasn't didn't wasn't the cross like that? Uh, the Black Sabbath cover, yes, like one of those Maltese yes, crosses was, or yes. Norris cross or whatever. Yes, that's exactly what yeah, it was. And, yeah. and it, that's what I thought of. I was like, hey, that looks like the Black Sabbath cover, <laughs> you know. So anyway, but yeah, and 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 at this point, you can see they're coming. Like in yeah. the background, he's he's trying to get this to work, and the people are the yeah. major and his guys are on their way. They're, they're, they're on like, their way. And yeah. he's he's tr- he's trying to he's, he's biting the guard off. He's trying to set up a way to which I don't think he could do what he did. Like he bit, yes. he he took the, the the gun guard off. Yeah, like, so, which, so which the is around, would be around the trigger. So the, the the trigger would be out in the open. 
I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if you can do that with a screwdriver yeah, and yeah. a hand. Like, it, like, <laughs> like that doesn't do that really. But one of those. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was like hitting it, hard, hitting it and loosening. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't know. So, so they show up finally. Yeah, the six, the six guys. Yes, the six guys. <laughs> and the one thing we learned from this is that one Django with two broken hands is better than six guys, yes. five guys, and the major. Yes. Because so he, well, oh, well, ba- well, well, Major takes a couple shots at him. He's like, and they're kind of like joking it up at this point. Yeah, they're joking exactly. They're like, they're oh, ha, ha, you can't even get us. And they're they, they're taking beat on him and you know dance. Yeah. I don't. Did they make him dance or were no? They just, no, they make him dance. But they make around. him like you know squirm a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's like sitting there. He's got one shot, two shots, three shots, and then like he goes, "Well, Django, this is it." Yeah. Well, like, then, it's kind of the finale. And then you hear, yeah. Basically, he 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 took the gun. And he like he like hit it. Yeah, he, he was, hit the he, trigger. Against. He was hitting the trigger, or he was hitting the hammer with with like the back of his yes. hand. And th- that's how they fan it. The, the, all the gunfighters fan their gun like that. Yeah, and it's very hard to do. I I, I do a lot of shooting. I have a lot of guns right. that I do that. Right. Doing what they do like that, fanning that is like really hard. Yeah, but it's Django. Yeah, it's Django. So you know, <laughs> so he, there you go. He shoot he, he shoots them all dead, and I think in very kung fu fashion, it goes to credit roll, doesn't it? No, no, it goes to my favorite one of my favorite final shots I've ever seen in a movie. I remember it looked like a painting to me. Basically, he shoots them all; they're dead. Right. So as Django gets up, the camera pans back, and you see like the the cross, you know the, and then the cross is hanging the gun. With the bloody, um, the the gun is like hanging from the cross, and the, and the right. the handle's all bloody. Cause yeah, has from his from own his blood hamburger hands, like yeah. So he's, he's walking away, and he's walking away. The music comes on, and you see him like far away, getting yeah, smaller yeah, yeah. and smaller. Then finally, when he gets across the uh, the 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 door, the horizon, you know, the, yeah. the gates. That's it. That's the end of the movie. But yeah. that last shot where the gun is in the foreground with the cross, and he's walking away. Yeah. I thought that, that was. Like, I my do favorite. remember that, but it it basically shoots him, and then. It, they show that shot, then it goes right into that BJ and the bear singing yeah, about, hey, yeah. sorry about your luck, you lived. Yeah, you know, right, like, yeah. that's basically what it's saying. Yeah. So basically, the end. Uh, yeah, the end, nothing good came of this endeavor. Everyone de- died. Uh, you know, you got a shot up whore, no money, your coffin's gone, the gun's gone, you your hands are gone. So everybody's basically dead. This was a bad endeavor on his part. Yeah. And hopefully, Django learns and take some time to reflect and then starts up a different business venture. Like, I, th- I think nihilism would be the, uh, would be the key theme of this no, movie. Without a ransom or without a, a, a person, there is no ransom. That's right. Nihilus. No, it's right. no Donnie. They're nihilus. So, so Nero went on and did yeah. a bunch of spaghetti Westerns, a, a, a handful, maybe more. Django sure. went on to inspire. It's uh, like 30 sequels. 30 sequels. None of which he, Profited from. He did one in '87 called Django Strikes Again. That was the only other Django movie that he did. Wow! And I haven't seen it, but when I get it, I'll, I'll make sure I get you a copy. Uh, let's see what he did. Uh, you know our friend. I think he did another one after Django called wow. Texas Adio. His in this picture they have up here, he looks like a very old Freddie Mercury. Oh well, he did a lot of uh, 179. <laughs> he's still alive. He, he has did 179 a, titles. He did. He did. Uh, well, he did Camelot in the U.S. He uh, did a lot of the Euro crime movies, yeah. like the uh, Dirty Harry inspired movies. Like I see TV behind about ninety percent of them. <laughs> so, yeah, right, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Enter the Ninja, you know, which we which we talked about ninjas in the That's first episode. Right, he did that. Oh my god. Uh, I, I think he he was he was engaged. Oh, he was living with uh, uh, Vanessa Redgrave. He later married her. Wow. And uh, and uh, you know he's still alive. He's still doing like a, I think he was in a, a CSI episode like a year or two ago. He speaks English. I've seen interviews with him. That's so, cool. So I didn't know he was so famous. You know, 170 movies. Yeah, man. Vanessa like, Vanessa Redgrave. He's still married to her. Yeah, he was he 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 was he wasn't married. He had they had a kid. He wasn't married. Then they split up. But in in, in later on, like in the 2000s, they 2006. got back together. Yeah. And they got married, and I guess they're still married. That's so, cool. But, but he's definitely, like, as far as Clint is number one, but he's definitely the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Clint. The, I mean, just and, his look. And the, and the guy who... the Clint Eastwood, and then the other guy, hit the, the, hey, Blondie. Um, oh, Eli Wallach. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy, too. And Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef so, was start with... He's such uh, a badass, dude. D- Death Rides a Horse. Yeah. And then, then he went to Master Ninja... <laughs> 
Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. With Max Van Sleppendong. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and you know, uh, uh, Lee Van Cleef was in uh, Conquered the World from the 50s. Yes, it was. That, he was good in that. Yeah, Man. with uh, Peter Gray. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. I watch that all the time. Oh, we need to do that one. That's a classic. <laughs> that This is how we're going to choose our movies. We're going to start laughing about one, so next week we're going to do yeah. uh, you know, that one. Cause yeah, so the last one we talk about, we're going to do. That, so that's the one we're doing next week. It, Unless, it, of course, we do it, something else. Yeah. He Conquered the World with Beverly Gardner the little... Carrot monster and oh, that's all that. right. Oh my god, that's and, so crazy. And, and nothing works. Yeah, and nothing. Peter works. Graves is running around. He's like, I told you, you should all be with me. You know, or you should all. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. But definitely, Django is a minor. It's a classic spaghetti western. Yeah, it's not Leone, but it's but close. it's very good. I would recommend anyone that has any inkling of enjoyment. If you liked shoot 'em up, watch Django. Yeah. If you like westerns, watch Django. If you like really well shot movies about revenge, watch Django. Oh, and revenge is so, they're such great movies. I know. And it basically, just go watch Django. I guess is what I'm getting at. Like, if yeah. you breathe air, go watch Django. If you like McDonald's hamburgers, go watch Django. Get it. Yeah. Get it. You'll like it. Yeah, you should. You should. So, anyway. And before we go, I, I and you know what? I forgot to put out the uh, all the contact info. Go for it. Okay. Well, if you want to contact Dr. Morbius or myself, Mao, here, at Slow Robot Gogo, send us an email at zenbone at hotmail.com. You can make sure to check out some of my other online concerns at bunchofdorks.com, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, or of course, look us up on iTunes and I think Podcast Alley and Podcast Pickle and blah, blah, blah. And Dr. Morbius, you have some other shows. Two Dimension Podcast, yeah, two which dimension. is now on iTunes because I listened to him today. All right. How do you sound? Awesome. I've never listened to that show yet. I have to. That's such a sad thing. Uh, mm. Well, you know, we, we have our technical difficulties as well, but we mm. mean we mean well. <laughs> yeah. If you we listen, try. See, the Bunch of Dorks has been going for a long time, and we're at show 220, 220 or 221, something like that. Um, those first ones, wow. any podcaster, unless you've done it some with someone for a long time, you run, you go through these like technical difficulties and you just, and they drive you crazy, you know, and then, and at the beginning, you don't know if it's even going to last. So, you know, everyone's passing around a microphone and you don't know what the hell you sound like. And slowly you build your equipment, slowly you build your techniques and that's how you get to, it's only by practice and it's only by mistakes. Like, you know, you'll lose a couple shows audio is going to sound like shit on half of them for the first 40 or 50 you know it's yeah. just like it's always a mess so um you're you you, you listening to the slow robot a go-go have a you're lucky because all the harsh hard lessons were learned at the beginning of my other podcast that was started like a couple of years ago right yeah. so make sure you write us an email i know we got we got i think one or two but i didn't bring them with and i'm sorry about that i'll print them out next time so you can uh hear some more re- viewer mail and I encourage everyone to check us out. Uh, give us some likes on iTunes. Give us some reviews on iTunes so it moves us up. And I'm sorry for being such a shill, but that's what you got to do to be, you know, to survive in the iTunes realm. Definitely. So, all right. Thank you very much. You got anything to say? Uh, all I got to say is watch Django. Yes. Django, unfortunately, you're going to live another day. <laughs>